With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. Boys. Come on, boys. Alright, we hit the record button. Welcome to the Bosco's Boys Podcast. Um, we're back. Short turnaround this time. No, because we're not going to publish it until Sunday. Well, at least a short turnaround in terms of recording. But <laughs> uh, we came off the dad pod. It was a smashing success. Everyone in the world loved it. We got like 10 million, I think, downloads from that one. 10 million as of Tuesday, June 19th, whatever date it is. 18th. That is correct. I'm going to... 10 million and one. Hit refresh real quick. All right. Uh, refresh. Wow. Now up to 11 million downloads. Unreal. It's real. It's insane. It's... On the way to being the most downloaded sports podcast in the history of iTunes, thank you to the millions of boneheads out there. It means a lot. Maybe even most downloaded of, of all time, not even sports. Just across the board. I never thought our dads could be that popular. But they are Malcolm and Kevin. They are the real superstars. Uh, it, w- it was a blast. I can't wait for uh, Dad Pod 2019. I know. Uh, I'm actually genuinely looking forward to doing that again. I hope that we can round up the Papa Bears, but let's move on to today. Obviously, we're going to start out with tradition, Beer of the Pod. You brought over an ice cold brew for me. Tell me what it is. Yeah, Beer of the Pod coming from uh, Casual Animal. Uh, we've had them on before. The Slacktivist Saison. Uh, Kansas City is a Saison town, folks, and this is a, another great uh, Saison to go along with the city portfolio. Uh you know, especially for this nice, warm, hot day. But keeping with tradition, it did rain and storm like crazy earlier today. Yeah. There's something about the days we record. You know what? It's not that hot. It feels pretty darn good outside well, compared to... Well, okay. It's it's 85 degrees. I mean... it's Which feels like a nice, crisp spring day to me when I go out there. But um, anyways, here we are. The long-anticipated draft pod. I don't know if anyone is actually anticipating this, but I have been. Cause well, it was one of the very first questions we ever got for the inaugural episode. It was from Bonehead Johnny Epley, at, or at Johnny underscore Eppleseed. Uh, it, it might have been the, it was probably maybe not the first question, but maybe like one of the first five we got. Originally, the question was, if a Snyder uh, 1.0 versus Snyder 2.0 Dream Team played each other, who would win? That then led us to the idea, I think live on the pod or maybe in our uh, first meeting where we talked about it for a possible off-season pod. We've teased it a couple times, uh, but the day is here. Uh, why don't you tell everyone 
what we're drafting, the positions, any nuances, uh, and then shortly we'll do the coin flip and get this started. Okay, I will. Well, let's. An- I think with that original question, we both definitively answered that Snyder 1.0 would crush Snyder 2.0. Yes, yes, Just- I, I agree. Some people got back to us and said maybe not crush. I do believe crush, uh, but you know. That 12 team was pretty good. I'm sure they would hold their own, but... I just don't know if they have no, it defensively. A, a 1.0 dream team, dream team? Oh my God. would kill a 2.0. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm you're, sorry. Right. you're it, right. It would kill. It would crush. But we are going to go position by position. Uh, you know, we, we're going to draft 12 positions on offense, 12 on defense. On offense, we are going to do a fullback. We're doing a tight end. We're doing three wide receivers, full offensive line, quarterback, and one running back. Defense... Three corners because, you know, at this point in today's day and age football, everyone's playing with three corners. But we are also going to draft three linebackers as well because, you know, why not? Let's just have a full team so you can play different packages. So are we going Um, three corners and two safeties? Yes, three corners, two safeties. I guess in theory we could have talked about this. Uh, a little bit before, I guess we could have designated a nickel slash a hybrid position. Uh, honestly, for that fifth DV, DB spot, you do whatever you want. When I was building out my war room strategy, I'm, I, I was playing at three corners. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to fight with you too much. The only player restrictions we're putting on, out there is you have to consider them a Snyder player. I'm not going to argue if there's some crossover guys. You know, Grant can do whatever he wants. I know what a Snyder guy means to me. Uh, you know, it, it is what it is. Uh, be sure to let us know. Uh, I, won't have any, I won't have any issues there. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I think there was one one player we had a conversation about. I'm not sure if he made it onto your depth chart. He didn't make it onto mine. Let's not uh, mention them because yeah, I want to see what the people say. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. You can cut that off if you want. Uh, Grant, I think you have uh, a coin flip. We are not going to do a snake draft. That's stupid when it's two people. We are going to go back and forth. Whoever wins the coin toss can either kick or defer. Receive. No, I'm kidding. They can either go first or they can choose to go second. Uh, I think there might be a little bit of strategy either way. Uh, but Grant, what do we have? What are we flipping? It's a quarter. What year got is this? a quarter. Uh, what year is this quarter? 1980. 1980, good year, I think. Ahead. I think Reagan was president, so it must have been a good year. Or was right. it? Right. Do you want to call? I'll flip. Yeah, I guess I am the away team. I'm in your house. We're down here in uh, Midtown, Kansas City. I'll call it in the air. All right, ready? Flip. The flip is up. I'm saying heads. It is heads. It is heads. You've got the first pick of the draft if you choose. Ooh. That hurts. That hurts. Um, that hurts me. Nah, we're good. No, I actually... I. I'm, no, I will I will take it. I will go first. Why um, would you not? I think I, I – if people don't know me, I am a planner. That is what I do in my head. I've played off a million different strategies yeah. in anticipation for this. I came up with a lot of scenarios, and I kind of liked the idea, the allure of going second. But uh, with the number one overall selection – in the Bosco's Boys all-time Bill Snyder football fantasy draft, I'm taking. I'm taking 
Michael Bishop. Oh, wow. What a I, surprise. <laughs> I, I'm actually going to be 100% honest with you guys. When I was coming over here, I had a different strategy in mind. Uh, for whatever reason, I never thought what I'd do if I got first. But, I mean, he is he's the GOAT. He's the greatest, most electrifying quarterback K-State's ever had. Quarterback is the most important position in football. Uh, I don't, I, you know, I part of me wanted to go a different direction. We'll see how the rest of the draft plays out. But, I mean, you know, should have been the Heisman, all Big 12 player. He was a Davey O'Brien winner. He's an All-American. I I mean, he's he is the best. So uh, I don't think I have to say anything. You don't that. really have to explain that choice. Um, that would have been my number one choice also. Um, I'm jealous, but I'm going to move on to the number two overall pick in the Bosco's Boys draft. And we're going to stop numbering them after that. Yeah, but, like, you know, come on. <laughs> That's fine. We have to. We have to. Yeah, for the top two. Drama here. I'm going to go at the running back position. I'm going to go with the greatest running back we've had of all time, the most electric running back we've had of all time, Mr. Darren Sproles. Um, I think he's just a fan favorite, too, so I'm going going with that aspect as well. But uh, I think it was important for me to get Darren Sproles 2002, 2003. In my opinion, he's the GOAT running back we've ever had. I don't feel like I don't really need to explain that too far. Everyone knows Darren. He's he's one of the best. So yeah, I mean, I mean it, great running back. I mean, he's the best running back. He's the all-time leading rusher when it comes to yards. Almost five thousand career yards. That's insane. You know, I I when I was doing research for this, I I looked into it. He actually didn't have as many receiving yards as you might think, especially seeing the. You know, triple threat type guy he he became in the NFL, but you know, just an electrifying guy. I think you know after Bishop, once the hand the ball's in the hand of Darren Sproles, anything can happen. That is interesting because some of like his most iconic plays are pass yeah. plays. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think the number one most iconic is that slip screen versus Oklahoma in the Big Twelve Championship game. But like I said, I looked it up. I mean, surprising number. I mean, maybe I just. Ha- built him up and thought, oh my gosh, he's the, the greatest receiving running back in the history of the NFL. I was thinking, of course, you know, maybe close to a thousand yards receiving. No, it wasn't anywhere close to that. He was so good on the option pitch. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Especially when he was rolling with uh, Roberson, yeah. uh, who's still on the board. Uh, we'll see if, if he comes off later in the uh, later in the pod. So my pick, um, you know, this is this is someone who I anticipated maybe taking if I got the second overall pick. Uh, and I'm going with uh, Terrence Newman. Uh, there could be arguments about better defensive backs over the course of their careers, but I think his senior year was the best we saw mm-hmm. from a defensive back at K-State. So I'm going to take Terrence Newman off the board. I know that must pain you. That's the namesake of your dog that we see right over there. Uh, but he, you know he, he he's a he's a he, he's an athlete. He also you know was dangerous on offense. He was dangerous in special teams. We're not designating anyone for or we're not picking returners. Uh, we, we might designate him at the end, but you know he was one of the better ones in our illustrious history of returners. So I'm happy to have Terrence Newman on my team. That does pain me a bit. Um... 
these picks have so far gone exactly how I anticipated them to go. Uh, Terrence is the GOAT athlete ever to come through K-State, yeah, in he, my opinion. He, yeah, he, well, K-State football. Right. I mean, we, we got some Olympians. Sure, sure, Shout sure. out to Eric Kennard. But um, that's a good, solid pick, and Terrence is off the draft board, so let's move on. I'm going to go to my second pick, and I am going to go with, in my opinion, I, I think this is an objective fact, our greatest linebacker of all time, Mr. Mark Simino. That's going to be my second pick. Um, God, I love Mark Semino. I can't, I mean, he's in the Ring of Honor, College Football Hall of Fame, absolute stud. That's my second pick. He was my number one linebacker on my depth chart, um, and but this is actually going to roll the way, I, 100%, the way I hoped it would. I'm, because I'm afraid you're going to do something, and I'm afraid of what your next pick is. Because I'm going to take... No. Arguably the best career yeah. defensive back at K State. I'm taking Chris. Oh, I, I have I have two linebackers. I have the two best. I would say two best defensive backs, but without a doubt, the two best cornerbacks now on my outsides. Uh, I I'm a little bit shocked you decided to go linebacker. Mark Simino, 100. He is elite. He is the best linebacker we had. But when you had two time All American. Chris Caney sitting there. Well, I, he, I almost took him as was, my next one. I was afraid that that was going to happen. This has gone almost exactly how I thought it was going to go. I was afraid you, you were going to do that, but I didn't. Gosh, see now, because I, I didn't want you to monopolize that, that position, but I didn't want to feel like I was being forced into picking that. So I was like, I got to get the, my heavy hitters, my top picks off the board first. So that's why I went with Mr. Mark Simino, but you got some darn good corners there. We have still have a lot of really good corners left, so I'm not too I'm not hitting the panic button, but good picks, good picks. Um, that, those hurt me a little bit, but I'm not too too concerned about it. And both of them with incredible swagger too. Yeah, I did. That was that was the best part about I mean, them. They were very swaggy. I I mean, no no offense to Simino or Sproles, but I have my my team is blowing you out in the swag department. Sure, sure, and it's going to continue to do that because I think my well, we'll see, we'll we'll see. <laughs> All right, where are we at? Um, so you're up. I'm up. It's your third pick. Gosh, man, now I feel like I might have to re-strategize, but maybe not. I'm just I'm going to build I'm going to build around it. All right, my next pick is going to be. Our best defensive end of all time for me, Mr. Darren Howard, went to the Saints. Guy was an absolute monster on that 98-99 uh, team. What a player. Actually, was he on 99? He was 97-98. I don't he go know to... if he was 99 or not. I think he was in the 99 draft. Yeah. That's maybe what I'm con- confused about. But I'm going with Darren Howard at the defensive end position. And we're going to go from there. Uh, I don't I want to be... I don't want to end up in a similar position that you did. I am going to take the guy who is the all-time leading sack artist in K-State history. He made some All-American lists in 2016. I'm going with Jordan Willis. Great. I will will not let you monopolize the defensive end spot. Yeah. that's. I mean, that's a pretty good move, but I just feel like we're so stacked. At that position, yes, so. there, there are some other defensive ends, but I, I, I do think that there is a legit enough I don't drop off I, I, that I don't I don't want you know we, we haven't drafted offensive line yet, but I do not want my guys to have to be blocking both of them. 
So. That's fair. That is fair. Um, let me fill these in a little bit. You're fine. I will filibuster a little bit. The process I, you know, which was so eye-opening going through this process, and I don't know how you created your list, but, man, if you go through the history of just the Snyder guys of making different All-American lists, I forgot how many guys, maybe not all first team, that, but were making second team and all or an honorable mention list. You know, I... I would tell the boneheads to take a little bit of time and really go back and relive some of those scenes. You really start to see the drastic difference between Snyder 1.0, Snyder 2.0. And I guess I just realized this. Jordan Willis was the first 2.0 player taken off the board. Uh, might have been a little bit of reach on my part, but you know, I, I did not want to get caught up in uh, losing out who I thought was the second best defensive end. Uh, but it, it truly is crazy if you spend, you know, all it takes is five minutes to see some of this extreme, nationally relevant talent that we had in 1.0. It was crazy. Yes, we were a pretty dang good team. We had so many just <clears throat> ridiculously talented guys compared to what we have now. It's like, I forget. You forget what it, is, what it was like when you see our squads now. Not that we don't have talent now, but there was a stark difference. Okay, moving on. Um, moving on to my my next pick, I'm going to stay on the D line. I'm going to go with one of my favorite players of all time, Mr. Pumpkinhead, Mario Fadafehi. Mm. The dude had one of the biggest heads of all time, and a hilarious smile, and my favorite um, sack celebration that I've ever seen, probably at K State. The little uh, oh, whatever yeah. his tribal thing was. Or whatever that was, that was great. Mario Fadafei, I think he's our best defensive tackle. I can't think of a better defensive tackle, at least when I think back to like games that I've seen. I love Mario Fadafei, so I'm going with him. Yeah, no, that's a good pick. Uh, I had to cross that one on off. Another one we have yet to. No one has gone on the second line of my uh, depth chart so far. So I think our minds are very in sync. It might come. I'm really back. sad you got Chris Canny, but. That's okay. Uh, but I, you know, you know me. I love, I love uh, the secondary. I like, I like difference makers. I'm going to go back to the secondary. I'm going to take Jamie Mendez. Jamie Mendez. Wow. Yeah. Go back to '93. Yep. He. Hey, all American. I, I think he was the first truly elite player of the Bill Snyder era. Uh, you go back and you... Hey, I love Jamie Yeah, Mendes. I mean, you go back and you look at that. He had a nice little uh, time in the NFL. He is up in the ring of honor as well. You know, he's a consensus All-American from that 93 team. Uh, I'm going with him, and I, I think I I think I have the two best corners, and I truly believe the best safety in K-State history. I don't agree with you there. That's I don't a, agree with the best safety that, there, but you've got... Some- that, hey, that, that's you got some talent. That's fine. I uh, I would take I would take what I'm assembling in the secondary against almost anything that you might attempt to do. Gosh, now I'm I feel like anxious. I'm sorry. I feel like I should start working on my secondary, but I'm gonna try to mono- I'm gonna I'm gonna take a 2.0 pick here, and I'm I'm improvising, which is not good, <laughs> which is probably not a smart move, but. I think this is a strong move in terms of, um, well, we can debate this a little bit. Um, I'm going to pick Arthur Brown as my second linebacker. Um, 
is that okay? Like, because I know he kind of was more of a middle linebacker, and so was. Uh, oh, I'm not. It didn't matter. Really. He, he, here's here is my stance, and if the boneheads want to take issue with it, that's fine. This is what I'm saying. When it comes to some of those linebackers, when it comes to free safety, strong safety, when it comes to maybe you know okay. flipping around left or right guard, left or right tackle, no, I'm not. I'm not worrying about that. If you guys want to take issue with us, go ahead. But, you know, I, I'm fine with you. You could take three middle linebackers for all I care. You could take all strong safety. I, okay. That is fine. So I'll just go taking, with, We'll just go with who, the players that we think that are the best at that position. Yep. General linebackers. So I've got uh, Mark, or Mark Seminole and Arthur Brown right now at my linebackers. And that is my pick. That, you know, those are the two – uh, best linebackers, uh, and you know you're putting me back on a back foot as well a little bit here. Uh, so kudos for you to get me get me shaking a little bit in my boots. Well, we got to. Uh, I had to. I had to throw a little respect to the Snyder 2.0. Um, yeah, Arthur Brown is arguably. To be I want to say he's my best best favorite player of all time. I'm, I'm in hindsight. I regret. Like I'm having real FOMO <laughs> taking Jordan Willis over Arthur Brown. <laughs> in hindsight, you know, you, you know I gotta the, be honest. I'm really in. shocked at that Jordan Willis pick. The, the pick is in, and you know, Jordan Willis. He. I'm not going to take anything away from him. I thought he was an elite defensive end. Because the the fact that I didn't take Arthur Brown, I was a massive Arthur Brown fan. He, you know, he played such a big role in the, the two teams I remember most. You know, my uh, you know sophomore and junior years of college. Oh god, he may not I, be my favorite player of all time, but he's by far and away my favorite Snyder 2.0 player because he was the best player on our team. By far, when, when I was at K-State in 11 and 12, and it was just so enjoyable to see him come in. And I, first, to have like five, a five-star talented player, and the difference he made on that defense was just astronomical. Yeah, that, that uh, I, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I'm rattled right now. Uh, <laughs> Good, because you shook me really hard. But I knew that was going to happen. I, uh, to everyone listening right now, I... I, I almost feel a little sick to my stomach that I, I you know decided I, to jump yeah. and go after Jordan I blame Wallace. I blame KSO for you taking Chris Caney because they've been hyping Chris Caney so hard recently. No, I don't I, know if you've been listening to the Retro. Yes, I, I've been listening to the Retro, and they've hyped him. And I think uh, Nelson, and I don't think Matt put up a fight on their shows. I think they made an argument that he was, had, he was better than Terrence Newman. I'm not willing to say that Terrence Newman's senior year wasn't better uh, but Chris Caney 100% had a better career, and sure. I and part of my strategy was I wanted to take Canty before Newman, but my hope was that if I, I took no, Newman, it would stare you off. Oh, Scott's not going to take Canty because you know for the most part, K State fans as a whole underrate Chris. Uh, yeah, Chris Caney honestly might be the most underrated guy amongst K State fans. I mean, that's exactly what it did. I w- I, but I knew you were going to do that. But I was like, uh, it did steer me off, so it was a smart move. All right, so we've got some positions filled here. What You're up next, right? Yep, I'm up next. Uh, you know, I my heart is telling me one thing, but my, but my brain is telling me another. I'm flipping back to the offensive side of the ball. I'm going to take the number one career in almost every single receiving category, 
I'm taking the tiniest, littlest, and babiest of the Lockets, tiny little baby Tyler Lockett. Uh, I mean, he's first in everything. He, 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 I don't think there's much of an argument. Would you like a bigger bodied receiver? Yeah, maybe. But no one ran better routes. Deep threat, smart guy, tough guy. The the statistical best receiver that we've ever had. Uh, you know, I think it was time that he came off the board. And man, could you imagine Bishop bombing, just bombing them to Tyler? That's a that's that would a be fun, huge. That's a fun uh, fun image in my head right now. That's a good pick. That was my number one pick for um, wide receiver. Let me cross him off the board. That's a solid pick. Um, I will say, in defense of wide receivers, it's deep. It's I mean, very deep. It's very deep. Uh, I, I some of the guys that I had to leave off, you know, my six deep at that position, uh, some painful guys to leave off. So yeah. I did. I did want to grab the best. I'm trying to make sure that I didn't lose out on maybe the you know best offensive player in 2.0. You're not wrong. That's a smart pick. Um, gosh, I just feel like I don't know what to do. Um, do I want to make this decision? What do I want to do, Mr. Scott? I mean, if you're going to do it, I think you might. Go ahead. Uh, I don't know there, what I think I'm going to do. Well, I really don't. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, I think there's I think there's a lot of strategy left on the board. Uh, so you, you, but like, you're right. You're not right. I mean, it's it's that way with wide receivers, but it's that way with a ton of positions. We're pretty dang deep in a lot of these. So it's like, do I want to take these big names or do I want to monopolize a little bit? But who knows? All right, I will go with my next pick. Um, let's see, where are we even at? I mean, let me fill this in. Filibuster for me. I'm going to filibuster <laughs> for you a little bit. Uh, Make sure we don't have any... Uh... I'm going to tease some stuff uh, to the listeners. Uh, because we don't have things signed down, locked down, delivered, I can't get into too much detail, but we're getting dangerously close to wrapping up our entire summer schedule. I know we took close to a month off, and that honestly pains me. I wish that wouldn't have happened. But if everything goes to plan, we have about three or four, dare I say, home run. One of them is a grand slam. Would be just an insane episode trying to get lined up for you guys. And then before you know it, we're going to be in football preview season, and we're going to work on – couple fun shows breaking down and trying to figure out how we are going to preview the K-State football season. So have I uh, filibuster enough? Yeah, that's good enough. I appreciate that. I made a decision. I'm going to finish out my linebacking core. I knew you would. I know you knew I would. <laughs> but I'm, I just – see, that's that was my struggle. It's like we're so deep there. It doesn't really matter who I pick in this last one, but – I love the idea of having this linebacker core. I'm going to pick Josh Buell as my third linebacker. Whoa, okay. Uh, Think of that linebacker core. No, that's insane. And not only, uh, you know, he was he was number four on my list, and that's a great group of guys. Uh, but, yeah, if you – Number one in all-purpose tackles. Think of the speed of that linebacker uh, yeah, core I, for, like, coverage and yeah, I, holy and shit. I, and I'm just looking at it. You truly do have – the best distribution of talent amongst the Snyder years. You have Buell, who, you know, his claim to fame, he was a part of that, you know, 
2000 to 2003 run. You have Semino, who was a part of the you know the 98 99 season thing. You have the best of the 2.0 era. That's the best distribution of not only skill but also of time across K State. So that's I was torn. Oh. There was, I mean, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of linebackers in there, but I wanted Josh Buell because he's just an absolute madman. I loved him so oh, much. Yeah. He he is a madman. Uh, I am happy that that left my fi- first favorite linebacker. Maybe not my all time favorite okay. linebacker, but you also. Because of how this draft works, because there's only two people, I now don't have to go to linebacker until the very end of the draft. So yeah. I can now start targeting some other positions that we both still need to fill out. Um, and because of that, I think I am also going to take. I'm going to take Kevin Lockett. I want both. I, I want I like father it. and son. I want Darth Vader and Luke. I like it. Uh, you know. You could make arguments for other people, but I, you know, and I think people of our age are biased versus what they could see, like what they remember seeing. But if you go back and look at the highlights from when Kevin was around, if you look at the history books, if you look at the statistics, I I have a hard time arguing anyone better than him outside of just his son. Plus, folks, think about it. What better encapsulates K-State football under Bill Snyder than having family. Family. <laughs> Remember that when you're voting. Father and son on my team. Come on. <laughs> that was my number one and number two pick for the wide receivers, but as you said, it's super deep, and I feel pretty comfortable with what we have left and what I have on my draft board for the wide receivers, so I'm not panicking there. I will move on, and I'm going to take an offensive pick here, um, which... I have not done for a long time since Mr. Darren Sproles. I'm going to steal our best ever tight end, Justin Swift, who was absolutely <laughs> incredible in 98, and that was back when we seriously used our tight end constantly. I wish I had Bishop because they had a hell of a connection together, but I'm going with Justin Swift because I absolutely love Justin Swift, so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I agree. Um, the That's a good pick in the sense of I think that there is not a big or there is a big drop off between our other tight ends when I was trying to come up with my depth chart I ended up I almost did a cop out answer for my second tight end uh, I you know I uh, yeah I'm a little frustrated about that too I'm gonna I'm gonna move on uh, I'm going to need somebody to make sure that Darren Howard doesn't absolutely destroy uh, Bishop. I need a good left tackle. I'm going with the best left tackle we had. He was first-team All-American in 1997. He was a second-round draft pick. I'm going with Todd Weiner for what I would say is Mate Weiner. Excuse me. And you guys might just, you know, fraudulent slip. I'm thinking about Weiners all the time. That's it. Uh, but you know he. I could argue that left tackle is the second most important position on the offensive side of the ball, and I think that uh, you know we've had some good offensive linemen, but I think he he's the best. I that was my number one pick for left tackle. We have a yeah, you're right. We have a pretty deep history of offensive linemen, and that was actually what I was going to go towards next was building my offensive line. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to pick. 
Center? Fuck. But, see, in my opinion, I don't know why you're cursing. This is kind of a wash for me, but I'm going to go with who I think is our best ever center, Nick Leckie. Yeah, that that's who I had on there, and that's actually who I was going to go to next. Uh, granted, I think there is a pretty good number two. Uh, I agree. Who I have, one well, maybe I hope we're thinking the same one. Someone who I have a personal connection with. Uh, so uh, you know, I'll, I'll be okay. I'll, You're I'll not be picking okay. him next, clearly. So, but I think I know who it is. But we'll see. Well, are we, so you have a different second center. Maybe no. I think I think I know. Who oh, I okay. All right. Well, well uh, I, I have a feeling we're about to make a run on offensive line. I'm going to sure up my tackle position. And eh, no, no, that's a lie. I'm not going to sure, sure up my tackle position. Good. I'm going in. <laughs> I'm going inside. I'm going to take a guard. Uh, and you know, I'm going with Ryan Lilja. God damn it! That was my that was my left. Uh, so you know, I think I think he's the best guard. He also, you know, he, he went on to have a great NFL career. I was I, torn. I was almost picked Ryan Lilja over Nick Leckie. Well, I should have. I think I should have. Honestly, I'm glad I thought for a split second because I'm looking at I'm, – I think I'll be okay picking my second tackle, but I wanted Nick Leckie pretty bad, but I'm glad to have Ryan Lilja. You know what's funny? <laughs> Nick Leckie – this is just like not going to mean anything to anyone except for Scott. He looks a lot like Cody Cuevas. He does. Like <laughs> they look super identical. Like very, very similar. My new goal is to get Cody Cuevas in the same room and take a side by by side by side picture and pretend you're hanging out with Nick Lecky. All right. Well, I was going to say get both of them oh, together, okay, yeah. but I, I, yeah, no, I mean that might work too. Okay, what do I want to do next here? I probably should stick with the offensive line. Man, that Ryan Lilja pick hurts me. Um, you did not pick your right tackle. Yeah, I, I didn't pick right tackle. Uh, one of the guys I have on there, I can't remember if he was on the right or left, but right I think as, as, we, as we discussed, just when it comes to offensive line, as long as they are a guard or are a tackle, let's not yeah, get too matter. hung up. Um, plus, man, there's so many position changes over the well, yeah, where it's like that, that's you can something. almost take any offensive lineman and plug him in. That's actually 100% true. That's not just a 2.0 thing. Bill Snyder 2.0, I think he's been more vocal about it than he was in 1.0. But in 2.0, he literally has said, and he said this at least a dozen times since he's come back, he puts the best five guys on the field, and he just makes the pieces work. I mean, I Whoever think back to 98, there's a guy that comes to mind. I kind of don't want to mention him, but I don't think you're going to pick no, that, you that's what I'm talking all, about. Yes, all, I, all I was going to say is also in 1.0, when, when doing research, you look back and you see some of the guys who got – Drafted at one position, but then they're yeah. all Big Eight and Big Twelve in another position, and you know, flipping the different sides of the offensive line is going to be tough enough when we're trying to just, you know, square them into one spot. So, just when it comes to tackle, pick whoever you want. You don't have to necessarily go right okay. tackle. I'm going to do a shout out. I'm going to do my right tackle um, to Snyder 2.0. I'm going to go oh, okay. with Mr. Dalton Reisner. Whoa, okay, not actually who I was going to go with. I know who you're going to go with, I think. And I was torn, but, you know... Well, I might not go with him now. Well, yeah. Because I was looking at my depth chart. I mean, Dalton Reisner, highest-graded lineman in the country today. Yeah, and came back for for his senior year when he didn't have to. He would have been drafted. 
you know it. That that's a good pick. I almost I almost put him in there, and uh, I you know shout out to well I won't say it. Uh, hopefully I don't have to pick it. But I panicked, and I when I was driving over here, I have a, another current offensive lineman on my depth chart, uh, and I hope I don't have to pick him. But we'll just leave it at that. Um, my next pick. He's off the board. Reisner's off the board. Okay. Oh, boy. I'm looking at it's this. It's starting to get I know. tough. I know, and I, I... I'm going to... I don't. Honestly, I have no idea what I'm going to do. I'm kind of just totally winging it at this point. What was your last For- pick? You had Todd Weiner and Ryan Loja. So I'm going to... Those are some solid picks. The line is tough because it's... Yeah, I'm going to... But it's deep, man. It's deep. I mean... I'm glad that I still have my entire secondary to build. That's exciting. Yeah, I mean, that is exciting. I guess I... Have you picked both tackles yet? I picked my right tackle. I guess I want to... Here, here's a question. I I know who I'm picking. Well, I have a guy who I, I guess I don't know if you'd consider him guard or tackle. That's um, kind of honestly. No, I don't I, care that much. I don't think that it doesn't matter that much. I mean, well, no, I, I'm just going to go with. I'm going to take my second tackle. I'm going to take Jeremy Clary. That was my uh, second choice for tap or for. Uh, Right tackle. So you got Jeremy Clary. You're just going back to 2003, basically. Well, no, I mean, Todd was... Todd was 97. That's a good point. Um, All right, so I've got left tackle open. I'm not going to pick that. Right guard. We don't have a right guard. Um, What positions have not been chosen? Fullback's up for grabs. Maybe I'll go fullback. I don't know. No, I'm going to leave fullback open because I think it's kind of a wash. I know who you're going to pick, but... I don't think you do. I, I... Maybe not? Okay. <laughs> well, maybe. I think I do. We'll, 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 we'll figure out how much I value family and swagger when it comes to Okay, I'm fullback. stealing your... I think I'm stealing... I'm going to steal your uh, fullback pick, maybe. Just out of spite. Um, I'm going with Rock Cartwright. Oh, that's that, all right. Not so even on your radar? no, no, no. That was my number one fullback, but I thought you were going for my uh, Twitter campaign. Gronk. Yeah, I I had a pretty big Twitter campaign to vote Gronk the best fullback of K State history. Oh man, okay. No, uh, Rock Cartwright. He was my number one, and that really talk about swagger. Talk about just a thick boy. Talk about someone who actually evolved to have quite an NFL career yeah, yeah. as well. He was. I loved Rock Hart, right? His name was Rod, wasn't it? I mean, he yeah. Went by Rock. What a stud! Just absolute stud. Uh, whew! All right. Um, now it's just like, it's just have fun now. Build your yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. It's getting game. to the point where it's build your team. I kind of want to. I kind of. Again, so here here's my dilemma. Cody Whitehair played all over the offensive line. Uh huh. He played at center guard and tackle. I really want to put him as a guard, but I think he played there less than tackle or center. I don't care. It's 
Do what you do I'm, what you want to do. Cody Whitehair. I'm taking. All right, so I'm taking Cody Whitehair, and I'm going to stick him as my right guard. Okay, that's a good choice. I got. That's good. You didn't take mine. All right. Well, I'm. I'm just glad that we could come to Cody Whitehair an agreement there. And Absolutely. Um, all right. So yeah. So center is the lot. I, I have my entire. I have my guards and. My tackles, so that now you so can. I'm good. I'm gonna move on take from that. I just sure. I think every position is pretty much somewhat been spoken for. Um, it's getting to the point where it's gonna have to get to be deep cuts. I'm gonna move over to safety. Um, you've picked your one safety, Jamie Mendez. I'm gonna steal. Man, we're deep at safety. Yes, the, the God, only, only picking safety. four at safety. Uh, almost makes me regret setting up my depth chart for going three deep at cornerback. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. it is what it is. But, okay, I'm going to go with, honestly, I think he's forgotten at safety. Oh, no. And he's my favorite safety we've ever had, and it's Lamar Chapman. <laughs> I was hoping that I could sneak him a little bit later. I love Lamar Chapman. I love Lamar Chapman as well. I had a, I had a Lamar Chapman jersey that... That I just I would run around and I would pretend like I was going to tackle my brother and the dog and oh man love sported lo- the, sported the one and I I absolutely oh, love Mark Chapman he was on some damn good teams with oh, yeah. really good secondaries so Lamar Chapman that's my first secondary pick that's that's a great pick um, I'm going to stay away from uh, safety for the time being I'm going to grab a. Oh boy, let me look over it. I'm going to grab. I'm going to grab my final DN, and I'm going to. I'm going to just take two 2.0 defensive ends. At one point, he was the single season sack leader. I'm going with Meshack Williams. Meshack, wow. Yeah, I'm. I'm going with two defensive ends from uh, 2.0. That's wild. They might have benefited, you know, from playing in an era. Where they drop back and pass more, but you know he, I mean, go back and go back and look at what he did. I mean, he he had some great, he had two great seasons for us, uh, and you know I like the novelty of having two rush ends from two point and you know that's a also fun I love nod. I love that name. Yeah, Meshack. He wore forty two. Again, he goes, was a great player. It goes with it goes with the team I'm building up. Swagger. You know, he was he was an All Big Twelve player. He eh, he wasn't Big Twelve player, defense player of the year. He was an All Big Twelve player. Uh, there are some other names that you could have gone with defensive end, but uh, you know, I I, just, I want I want two two rush ends, some guys with a little swagger, uh, and, and bigger guys too. Uh, I, I'm happy with that pick. Actually, I'm happy with that pick too. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna have at least an advantage at DN, but. Moving on, I think gonna, I, it doesn't matter who you put as your second DN. It's uh, serious with Darren Howard. You're gonna you're also. Gonna I think there's there's some insanely good DNs that we've not even. There's so many good DNs that we've had in, over the years, and I'm gonna pick one that I'm not gonna pick him now. But we'll move on. I gosh, do I want to pick my second safety? I think I kind of do. You have two corners that you picked. I have two corners. That I'm I gonna picked. pick my first corner. And this corner is super swaggy. He left early. He was so good. He's a two-time All-Big 12 player. Um, 
played in uh, 97, 98, Mr. Jeremitrius Butler. He, yep, he was on my list. He's, honestly, he's one of the best corners that we've ever had. He was insanely good. Great player. Jeremy Trees Butler, that's my first corner. That's a good one. Um, I'm going to grab my first defensive end. He made an All-American team in 95. I'm going with Tim Coulson. The, say what? Oh, Sorry. Did I say end? You did say end. Darren Coulson. Ten. Colts 10, Darren? Yes. Okay, yeah, that's right. All right. I'm going to go with... So you've got your line almost built there. I have one spot left. Yeah, I have one, one more defensive left. tackle. D-tackle. I'm going to finish my D-tackles. I'm going to go with... Um, from the 2002-2003 squad... Actually, let me do a little research for one second. Oh wow! Un- unfair, adva- unfair advantage. I'm you trying have, to think. If you have your laptop. I literally brought one piece of paper, one sided. I'm just double spaced. I'm not doing research. I'm just trying to do. I'm. I'm okay. Never mind. I was. I was trying to figure out what position this other guy was at, but no, I'm not. Well, right. you can if he, as long as he played on the defensive line. If you're going to pick him. That's fine because... Well, I, I feel like we should at least have tackles and ends. Yeah, but it, you're right. It really doesn't matter because they have been well, super interchangeable. Evolution, evolution of the plays. But. Um, gosh. Um, I should probably pick a wide receiver. I mean, you can. <laughs> I'm going to pick Quincy Morgan. Oh, that was... Um, so, yeah, that was my number three wide receiver. And you know why? Because... He's the swaggiest wide receiver maybe we've ever had. The dude Chris Harper, tooth. Chris Harper had more swag. But. Chris Harper had swag. Man, I forget about Chris Harper. He had swag, but he was more just like fun, dude. I mean, I feel like Quincy Morgan was. At least he was. Well, okay, Quincy Morgan was better than Chris Harper. I'll say that. <laughs> Harper might have been more swaggy, and he gets. I feel like he gets no respect. Harper doesn't get any respect. Quincy uh, Morgan, absolute baller. Yeah, he was third in all-time touchdowns. The and he's, screen, a, and he's only had, and he only played for two years. Yeah, absolutely. Third all-time in uh, all sorts of receiving. Unfortunately, stats. he went where football goes to die, the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> that almost prompted me to uh, make a pick, but I'm not going to quite yet. Man, all right, I'm just, oh, man, I... You know what? I'm going to make the jump. I'm going to make the first special teams. Ah, first special teams. Uh, that was my next thought, honestly. First special teams player, I'm taking Martin Gramatica. Really? I'm actually very shocked you did that. I'm Whoa! I'm completely honest. I'm going, I mean, I would have assumed you would have gone with the most recent Mr. Handsome McCrane, honestly. That's fine. I, he was my number two. In Very accurate kicker, but Martin's like... You know, if if I'm in a situation, I'd argue they have the same amount of leg strength. No, I don't think so. Matt McCrane could hit a sixty yarder. I mean, he he basically did it. I think I I think Martin Gramatica. If you couple in the theatrics of him, if you couple in so you're just the NFL the swagger. Yes, I I am team swagger. That being said, I think Matthew McCrane, Maddie McCrane, might be the hottest, sexiest player ever to play for K State. Uh, but I, I I'm team swag. 
You know, I'm a little... I mean, obviously, Martin Gramatica is a phenomenal kicker. And when you think kickers at K-State, that's probably the first, the first thing that comes and, to mind. And, he is, and keep in mind, he has the accolades Matt McCrane didn't get for better or worse. He was a Groza finalist. Did he win it? I don't know. He was an All-American. I mean, of course. For, you know, McCrane got robbed, but he wasn't an All-American. He didn't get the accolades. He doesn't have... I mean, yes, he has the... He has the game winner versus TCU, but right? That was Mr. Cantelli. Oh, that, JK. That. Okay, I love Matt McCrane, but he doesn't really have an iconic moment. Um, what our I, team has the thing I love about Matt McCrane is that he's our all-time. I mean, he's historically the he's most our accurate, all-time most yes. accurate kicker. He's but, got the most points for a kicker. Yeah, he he's got close. A, he was four year career. I mean, but he was hurt for a really long period of time that sophomore year. Yeah, he redshirted. But I want to say he's got the most he, career yeah, that, that's true. points. That's that's fine. I, I I'm I'm thinking team swag. I'm thinking team accolades. I'm thinking team moments. I mean, you're not. It's not a bad pick. Obviously, that's that doesn't. Very, it seems like a very that doesn't pick. change my number one all time man crush being on that Crane. <laughs> That's your all-time number one man crush. We've had some really darn good kickers too. I mean, oh yeah. I, I mean, again, if you you have the brothers Cantelli, the Reams had Rain decent. Jamie was good. yeah. Jamie was good. Uh, well, I don't know. Right, what we're gonna let's do move now. on. Oh, we'll, uh, I'll come I'm back starting to get kicker. depressed about kickers now. It's okay. <laughs> okay, what is <sighs> where are we even at? It's, this is draft boards really. I know. I have so many marks. Okay, I'm going. To, I've, my last pick was Quincy Morgan. Is that correct? Yes. I'm gonna go with. Oh, shoot. Um, God, this is tough, man. It's starting to get tough because I, I got players that I want, but I feel like you might steal them, and I'm, it's freaking me out. Um, let's see here. I think I'm gonna go with. I think I'm gonna. Get my second wide receiver. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, where the freaking heck. So you, so Ty Lockett, Kevin Lockett, they're off. Quincy Morgan's off. I'm gonna go with Swagger and iconic moments. Darnell McDonough. Damn, <laughs> that's a that is a massive blow to, to your team swag. To your swag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a massive blow to team moments. So I've got two excellent like. I've got one receiver who's like the whole package. He's got the speed. He's a possession receiver. That's Quincy Morgan. And I've got a big possession receiver, Darnell McDonald. So I feel pretty good about my receivers. You've got the family aspect. you got a, a, an amazing possession receiver, probably the best we've ever had, Kevin Lockett. And, and you've got big plays with and then Tyler. And you've got speedy, speedy Tyler Lockett. So pretty solid. Yep, uh, pretty solid. Um, I, you know, I... I I'm, I'm looking at my draft board, and I think the next one I'm going to draft, I think it's the biggest drop-off from the best all-time to second best. Mm-hmm. I'm going with the All-American, the next head football coach at Kansas State University. Nice. I'm taking punter Sean Snyder off. That was my first punt, my first, uh, first choice of punter, but you know what? I think that's going to... People aren't going to care about that. So, <laughs> family, family. I knew you were. I, I had kind of a feeling you were going to do that. 
Team um, family, team swagger. I'm going to pick my second uh, corner. I've got yeah, JB, Josh Beal, Jeremy first Butler. Okay. Sorry, my, my draft board's very crowded. I don't use uh, Excel very often, so this looks terrible. But um, Let's see. All right. My next pick in the draft is cornerback. It's going to be... God, which one do I even want? I'm going to go with... I'm so torn right now. Team Swag, DJ Reed. Ah! <laughs> you are uh, you are killing Team I Swag. I gotta kill Team uh, Swag. I feel like yes, you're putting a damper on Team Swag, but and not to take anything away from your two cornerbacks, but whew, oh man, that is, I think it's a blowout. My corners versus yours right now. I mean, yeah, but it's like you got to look at how how are my corners matching up with your receivers, and it's like. I would love it, man. I would love to see DJ Reed on uh, Tyler Lockett. That'd be awesome. Oh, that'd be a lot of fun. But yeah, you got some excellent corners. I'm not gonna lie. Ooh, I'm trying to think positions that still need to be taken that you still have not taken another one. Um, I'm gonna hold off on what I thought. Well, let me see. I still need one defensive tackle. I still need my final safety. I still need to take my center, but you have already taken a center. I still need one more wide receiver. I still need a running back, and I still need a fullback. So since defensive tackle and wide receiver are not taken by you, those are the only two possible picks, I'm going to... I'm going to take a guy who... Who made it to the NFL, made a lot of money actually playing on the other side of the ball. But at K-State, he was a pretty salty defensive tackle. I'm going with Damian McIntosh. Damian McIntosh, D-tackle. Good choice. So my defensive line is set. set. Old boys in the middle, new guns on the outside. You've got Meshach Williams, Jordan Willis, Damian McIntosh, and um, Darren... No, Tim Colson. Tim. Oh, I'm sorry. Tim. Put DC for some reason. Damian McIntosh. That's a pretty solid line. Um, Tim Colson. All right. I am going to go ahead and. All right. You got a good line. I like your line. You got no linebackers so far. That's exciting. Uh, when you. It's fun you to know. pick line. It's fun. Really. Yeah, hey, you That's jumped exciting the, for you. You yeah. jumped the gun. You took all well, three of your I, linebackers. I panicked. I felt panicked. Hey, it, it, it worked because out you, pretty you well stole for you. Two best corners, so I was like, oh, I gotta build the best line. I think before. it worked out pretty well for you. Okay, I'm gonna finish off my almost. I'm gonna pick my second safety. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna give a shout out to Walk On You here for my second safety. Um, absolute player from '97 to uh, 2001. I want to say um, all Big Twelve. Had a nice NFL career. Ended up in Kansas City. Mr. John McGraw. Absolute baller. I'm actually a little surprised you went that way. Um, I thought he, he was on my list. I think John McGraw possible guys. top two best safeties we've had. Hey, that, that, I, I don't disagree. I think he was very good. I thought you were going – You've take, have you taken both your safeties? I took I Swaggy thought, Lamar yeah. and John McGraw. I thought based especially off of – 
how you were on Twitter during this conversation. I thought you were going to be a Jared Cooper guy. I thought you were going to take him. Uh, no, I'm notoriously known for having a very... Um, my my memory of Jared Cooper is tainted by Josh Heupel. Let's just say that. That's fine. Um, Jared Cooper, I, I don't think he was as good as Lamar Chapman or... Or John McGraw, to be fair. I well, I he was an exciting. So I, I had I had him on even playing field with John McGraw when I eventually make my final safety pick, which I won't do uh, quite yet because I still need to take another wide receiver. Jared Cooper's a big K State name, so it's a good pick. That is a good <laughs> pick. That is a good pick. Um, but I rate John and, Meyer, to be honest. And, yeah, and honestly, I'm. At wide receiver, because this is the you have you have two wide receivers. I have two wide receivers. I am being absolutely torn it's by this pick. Same man. Uh, you know what? I, I think my I think my brain would tell me to go a different way. It would one hundred percent. My brain would tell me to go a different way, but I think the opportunity is presenting itself. To take Aaron Lockett and take that's all awesome. three uh, Lockett excellent uh, players. I mean, that's a great choice. Aaron and Lockett yes, was if, awesome. If if I'm being torn about Aaron Lockett, uh, you know, going with that, that you know, it is what it is. But uh, having the three Lockets, I have the first, second, and fourth in receiving touchdowns. I have the first, or yes, four, or no, that's yards. First, second, and fourth in yards. First, second, and seventh in touch receiving touchdowns. It's not a bad thing to do. There's one or two guys that I was flirting with. You just, you know, kept. I was hoping you would take all three wide receivers just to make it a little easier to do it. But I don't think if you're drafting an all-time Snyder team going head-to-head with someone, I don't know how you could vote against having the three lockets on the same team. It's a fun pick. <laughs> it is fun. And, you know, hashtag team... And Lil Aaron, he had a little bit of swagger, too. Aaron was so super good. I had swag, I have swagger with him. I have good play with him. I have the family ties. I have all three lockets on my fantasy I mean, Snyder team. Honestly, in my opinion, our wide receiver core is super deep, and you, you can pick a bunch of players at this point, and you do not have to justify why you're picking them. Especially Aaron Lockett. I mean, he was a great player. I mean... There's really no, you don't need any explanation there. So I've got my third wide receiver picked open there. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, we'll still go back and forth, but I do not believe that, I think with that pick, we now do not have any open slots that the other has. Yeah, basically. So we're going to be kind of just going. Yeah, so there is no more strategy to Actually, we both have, well... We still haven't picked our third. Corner. Oh, the, yes! Whoa! So ah, I could have, I could have, I could have really just pushed the rock down. I forgot about that. Hmm. Wow! Corners, Damn. corners, corners. Corners is tough, man. Like after Terrence and Candy, it's like it's all pretty even, in my opinion. You may have something up your sleeve here. I'm not sure. I mean, I have three more guys on the list because I did prepare. I went six deep. I did go, uh, yeah. I, I mean, I've got a guy in mind, but I just don't know. I'm trying to think, am I missing anyone? Probably not. I'll just go ahead and go with who I, 
who is honestly, let's see. I'll go with uh, Mr. Dyshod Carter. Yep, he, he was on my list. Uh, he was probably the one I was leaning towards. Um, since we're on it, and now officially we do not have any yes. of the same openings. So for my third corner, I am going to go with Team Swagger, Team Purple City Bird Gang, Team Pick 6, Nigel Malone. Nigel Malone. I forget about Nigel Malone. He's a solid dude. He, he made a, an honorable mention 2011 All-American squad as well. He was good. He did love a good pick six. And he also mm-hmm. loved to fumble on the goal line. No. One time. <laughs> but uh, but he, was, fits in, he fits in with my swagger. That's one of my favorite plays of Snyder 2.0. We're, we just came off the Baylor loss. But I will say that that Texas game, the atmosphere was insane. Like, early on... It oh, was yeah. insane, and Nigel picked it off, ran it back, and that was like one of the louder moments in Snyder 2.0. Like, yeah, no, I, I agree. That was that was a that lot was of fun, right? and I I think he does kind of get forgotten. He for, um, he gets forgotten for sure, and you know, and he fits in with the swagger. He fits in with having a ton of speed at my corner position. But granted, a lot, almost all K State corners had a lot of speed. I've, I was hurt. I was hurting about my corners early, but I like my group quite a lot. That's a solid, solid group. You've obviously got the the peak dudes, but yeah, I got the two big ones. I'm but pretty happy about guys. my uh, my guys. Okay, so I can't even I can't read this shit. What do I what do I have? I think open you here? still need. I a, need a quarterback for Christ's sake. Um, yeah, and at this point, you might as well. I seriously, don't know who I want, but I think I'm going to finish off with. Uh, yeah, it really doesn't matter at this point, does it? Um, this is a tough, tough decision, quarterback. I don't think there's like a major drop off after Bishop. I'm gonna. I, have I know a who, hot take here. I had. I. I had. You know a who defini- I'm gonna take, right? I'm not 100 percent sure. I had a definitive number two. Uh, My def- I think I have a definitive number two as well. But Bishop is the big name, and you know what? I love Michael Bishop. I think he's the best of all time. Oh gosh, I'm, I'm about, not. I'm not. I'm about take, to. I'm about to just break up this podcast. No, I'm not going to shit on Michael Bishop, but I don't think he's as far ahead at the quarterback position that everyone leads on to be. But um, that's my take. I love Michael Bishop. He's super swaggy. Obviously, has an insane amount of talent. But I don't think that he's that far ahead of the quarterbacks that we've had in the past. He was. That's just that's just my take. I'll probably get slaughtered for that, but whatever. Well, I so, full-heartedly disagree. I, I, think know, I, is, I think he's number one. I don't think it's close. And I have a definitive number two. And I'm honestly, I'm glad I didn't have to make this pick because I don't think the fans agree with me. I wonder if we have a different definitive number two. My definitive, I don't think we do. If I know you the way I think I do, I, I, I think, think we've we talked do. about this before, and I'll just pick my quarterback now. It's Colin Klein. Oh, no. No, 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 no. If you're, I, I think yours is L. Yes, I 100%. And L is, no, not even close. Like, I'd take Beasley over L, if I'm being completely honest with you. That's I, a horrible thing. I've gone back. No, it isn't. No, it is not. L was a mess, but he was he was he he had an incredible talent. He was a hell of a runner. The dude couldn't pass for shit. Go back and watch one of our best games of, of L's career. 90, or no, I'm sorry, 2003, Nebraska. We win 38-9. to 9. L was atrocious. 
It was it was so hard. Ellen Roberson. I watched this game. The other he's day. the second all time in total yards and total touchdowns. The I guy knew how to. Run I don't up care. I would rather have Colin Klein play against an Ellen Roberson team, and I think Colin Klein would win the game. When you're looking for, and that's fine. You made your pick. That that's fine. When you're trying to win a game like this. You need big playability because the way these defenses are stacked up, you're not going to be able to grind it down the field with Colin Klein. Colin Klein isn't going to be able to get the ball to your wide receivers with my cornerbacks. You're going to need someone who can change the game, and Colin Klein would not do that against my defense. I disagree. Klein is going to manage that game perfectly. It's going to be fine. I just would I would much rather have Klein leading my offense. I would much rather err on the side of dynamic athletic ability. And okay, and I'm I'm one hundred percent I'm underrating Klein to try to make a point of who I think the, who I would have taken, and that's fine. Uh, because you know Colin he I mean he finished third in the Heisman. Like he, he, he had finished a, third in the Heisman. He's he had got the most league. rushing touchdowns of all time at K State. That's maybe a little bit skewed because we love a good quarterback sneak. But Hey, let's take a quick break and enter, and, and talk about the second oh, yeah. beer of the pod. We had a second beer of the pod, a main event, a Hellas from Casual Animal. Uh, you know, guys, this, if you haven't been down to Casual Animal, it's it's a great newer brewery. Um, I think it's still the newest one down the crossroads. Crossroads area. It's a little bit uh, tucked away around the corner. On it's about it's a block right, away from all the other. It's right next door to the brick. You can actually see the uh, see Sprint, Sprint Center. Yeah, the, yeah. It's a great place. I like great it a place. Lot. They do thirty-two ounce cans to go. That's what we're drinking. I took one of these into the Power and Light District before the Big Twelve Champion or not Championship game before we got killed by KU. I would love to see. Ah. I would love to see a Klein Sproles. Uh, Combo with that, uh, yeah, that read. Yes, option. yes, that is something that is an underrated thing about how you set up your team. Colin Klein was a one of the he, he probably was the smartest quarterback we had who was able to read because he didn't have that athletic ability. He he wasn't going to blow you away with speed, but he, he was, was fast. Eh, he was able to compared to all right. Yeah, you know I know. What yes, you're but but he the way he picked up his yardage. He saw what the defensive end was doing, and he knew where to hit the hole, and then he knew how to make one move to get past the linebacker to then fall forward for 8, 9, 10, 11 yards. This might... He's not a home run, he's not a home run hitter, okay. but damn it, he's going he's gonna to hit a lot of doubles. This might disgust you a little bit. <laughs> I honestly think that Klein, speed-wise, compared to L, might be fairly similar. L was not that fast in terms of like straight-on... Breakaway speed. When you think back to like, you know what I'm saying? Is that fair? I think that it's might probably be. not as big of a difference as I want to say. It doesn't matter. I have Michael Bishop. I, have matter, I don't care. I'm not. I don't know why I'm arguing for L. Uh, so my number two, and this guy, he 100, 110 percent gets forget forgotten about by K State fans. Uh, Daniel Thomas. Wow, I Dan am Thomas. going with him. No, for my, I, I don't forget about Daniel. For Thomas. my number two running back, he gets forgotten because he played right when Snyder came back. His first year didn't even result in a bowl game. But if you go back and look what we did, talk about abusing players. This guy accounted for like he had like eight percent of our yards. He had like at least thirty t- t- carries. Yeah. Back. He was he, so he got first team All Big Twelve as a senior, he or as a uh, junior, second team All Big Twelve as a senior. He had 
2,850 yards in two years. He's the third all-time leading rusher and fifth in touchdowns. He did that in two years. He was a workout horse. He single-handedly got to a bowl game that second year. And I'll never forget about him making that breakaway run to ice the game versus UCLA. Talk about underrated crowd moment in 2.0. That was a good That was a great game. Sellout crowd. I think... It didn't begin the streak of solids, but it was just it was a it, that UCLA crowd was better than anything we saw last year. We had some tough home games last year. That's true. And really bad weather. I'm going to stop dumping on the fans, but I, I I legitimately think he is the second most talented running back we ever had, and I think he gets forgotten about because of when he played. So I have the utmost respect for Daniel Thomas. I love Daniel Thomas. So I would have gone with Eric Hickson, but. Um, that's fair. I, yeah, Daniel Thomas, I mean, great that's choice. fine. I, I think I think Daniel truly proved himself, and, and he had a good little cup of coffee in the NFL. I I was a big fan of him. Uh, All right, so you've got Mr. Daniel Thomas. You've got a pretty full squad. Yeah, Almost. the only guy on offense I haven't picked is you picked your center, center tight end, right guard. Tight, no, because remember I went with uh, Cody Damian, Whitehair. Cody Whitehair. Right Cody Whitehair. Guard. Sorry, I did not fill that part out. Okay, Grant needs a... You need some specialists. I need some specialists, but nah, I'll leave that late. <laughs> um, defense. All right. Do I want to go offense or defense? Who the heck knows? Just I'm going to finish off my line. My D, I'll, I'll pick up my D-line. Um, my, my next defensive end, who... One of the most... Gosh, there's so many defensive ends. It's insane. But... One of the most monstrous players, defensive ends that we've ever had. He was a sack leader in his senior year. I think he had, I want to say 13 sacks. I could be wrong. It might have been 11, but I want to say 13. Chris Johnson had four sacks against Missouri. I'll never forget listening to that on the radio his senior year. I was in the car listening to that game on the radio, and Chris Johnson had four sacks, and it had the, it was a, the, the school record at the time. That dude was a freaking monster. Chris Johnson, that's my uh, second D end. So I think I have, I think I have an advantage in the D ends, but that's that's just my personal opinion. Fullback, I have to. I'm gonna roll through my offense before I get to my linebacker, so I don't want anyone to think, oh, this guy just hates linebacker. I'm just gonna finish off my uh, offense, and I'm starting at fullback. Uh, I basically have to decide. If there's one thing I know about you, it's that you hate linebackers. No, I, I <laughs> back when I actually fancied myself as a football player, and I was good compared to my talent was middle school and freshman year and I played linebacker uh you know that's tough to think when you look at me now but that's all right uh I I love linebackers but I'm just going to work down my roster so when it comes to my remaining fullback I basically have to decide between party rock and probably the second best fullback and I uh screw it I'm going Gronk Good call. I mean, he he was good. He he was good. He was all Big Twelve. He I think he was second team All American. Glenn Gronkowski, just baby Gronk. Uh, That's not who I actually. I think I had Brian Goolsby as my actual. I rate Gronk higher than I rate Dammel. I mean, oh yeah, ever. I mean, I was yes. I was angry that we ran off Gronk essentially, and he was he was so much fun. I I found myself. Out in Aggieville a couple times when the entire Gronkowski crew was in the house. He was the pop pass. Like, he's the one who brought it back. Like, 
he, he, he was an elite talent at fullback. I mean, uh, some people might try to say he wasn't as good blocking. Ah, eh, piss off. He was, uh, he had some major Andrew touchdowns. He wasn't that good of a blocker. No, he wasn't. No, he's not. He, he wasn't, he, he was so much fun when he got the ball. He was so much fun in Aggieville. He was fun at house parties. I think I, I think I was in kites one time and his brothers were behind the bar throwing out pairs of Zubas to the crowd <laughs> and the entire place drank for free on the tab. So I think even for just that reason, I think I, you know, I'm going with him. Team swag, team you fun. You don't have to justify picking a Gronkowski, man. So that's what I'm going with fullback, and I'm almost close to uh, finalizing my offense. Almost done. I'm going to finish my defense here with my final um, D-tackle. I want to say. Yeah, you still have a tackle. I got an all Big 12 selection from the 2003 Big 12 championship team, Mr. Justin Montgomery. Yep, and that's someone who actually does get forgotten off those two. He sure does. Teams. That guy was a stud. I could be wrong. I think I am wrong. I want to say it was Thomas Houchin who cracked Jason White, but then hurt his elbow in that two. Oh, yeah, was yeah, it yeah, Houchin? Yeah. Or I was it Montgomery? <laughs> that's a, I mean, that's a very oh, yeah. niche question to ask you right now, but it's like... Uh, I think it's Houchin, but that's what I was looking up earlier. I was like, is Houchin a D-end or a tackle? But Jess Montgomery was a hell of a D-tackle, super consistent, great player. So that's my that's my defense completely finalized. Uh, tight end uh, is next for me. I went back and forth with who I was going to go with this, but I'm, I'm going with uh, the interview subject of our second best pod. I'm going with Travis Tannehill. Why the hell not? Uh, you know, there's probably better tight ends, but he came on our podcast. I'm giving a little bit of credit of for that. Uh, you know, we had fun with him. He wasn't bad by any means. Uh, uh, he was all Big 12. He was probably – he wasn't like a huge offensive threat, but I don't think that that's like necessarily down to him not being a no, good I offensive th- threat. It's just I we think never just use our yeah, tight I think that's just what happens in 2.0. Uh, but you know what? He came he's on the one podcast. Of the, he's one of the he, best blockers I've ever and seen. And he's a bonehead. I mean, Travis Tannehill is a bonehead. He's one of our guys. Hopefully, we're going to have him on the pod again before the season starts. I'm going with Travis Tannehill. And you better I believe that if we have him again, I'm going to let him know that he's on my team and not yours. That's fine. <laughs> I'll call Justin Swift and get him on the pod. Hey, <laughs> I'll take Justin Swift on the pod. Okay, so you got Mr. Travis Tannehill. That's a great pick. Shout out to Travis. Hopefully you get your hunting pot up soon. We can shout you out. Um, I'm going to finish off my wide receiver core, and this is tough. This was really tough for me, but I'm going to go with uh, one of my favorite players ever. And he wasn't. He was before our time, but that's fine. You have one before our time as well. Andre Coleman. Hey, and he's on the coaching staff He. That 93 Andre Coleman, I mean, he was arguably the best receiver we had. I mean, he was the best receiver we had. He was our best receiver in 93. Um, That was uh, Lockett's freshman year, so he was just breaking into the scene. Lockett was obviously a stud, but Coleman has the ability to do – he was a hell of a punt returner, a hell of a kick returner. So if we had to pick those, I'd like to have Andre Coleman, and I have kind of a, a good variety of different types of wide receivers. You've got the family aspect. I've got the. I've got a complete package. So I like. I love Andre Coleman. Maybe. Gosh, I just. I have. I have faith in you, Andre. You're going to be an excellent offensive coordinator. I believe in you, son. Yep. I also just want to give a quick shout out to James Terry. 
he was the guy who underappreciated. I was going, underappreciated. He was the guy I was going back and forth when I ended up with Aaron Lockett. Um, center, I think the obvious uh, second pick, B.J. Finney. Uh, he he's yep. a haymaker boy, uh, freshman freshman year. Actually, I hung out with him a little bit. Uh, shout out to B.J. Finney. He is my center. My offense is wrapped up. Okay, I'm gonna go with you have right guard, 2003 right guard Mike Johnson. Next, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna just fill uh, out now. Yeah, so uh, my first linebacker that I'm gonna take Jeff Kelly, absolute baller. He is a baller shot caller. He matches up also with Team Swag, Team Nightmare. I love Jeff Kelly. I'm gonna finish up. Uh, I got left tackle. This one was tough for me, but I'm gonna go. This is kind of. Uh, I have a lot of respect for this dude. I'm going left tackle. A lot of respect for this dude for multiple reasons. One, first gay co- first gay guy to come out, Mr. He, Scott Frank. He was my number two left tackle. That takes an insane amount of courage to do, especially in today's climate, especially in like the. Now I don't. In the, like, um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, the culture of, like, being on, like, a big football team, that would probably be super intimidating to come out gay, like, in that type of climate. That would be tough, but luckily he's got the family backing him, so. Also, Scott France pocketed um, Texas A&M Miles Garrett as a freshman. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget True. That. Freshman. A true freshman, he pocket. He, he went home, he took his wallet out of his pocket, he took his car keys out, and he took a, a Miles Garrett out of his pocket. I, all I'm going to say about Scott France is if he's not a first-round draft pick, that's fucking criminal. He is, he's an elite left tackle in a day and age where you have to deal with speed rushers every single game. Scott France is... He will be. He, he better be. He is an elite offensive lineman. He also helped start building the bridge to Lawrence with a couple of their real elite talents coming up. Uh, I'm hoping, I'm being selfish, I hope he finishes out all four years, but I could see him getting a grade and going this year. What are you looking for? Nothing. Go ahead. Okay, uh, second linebacker, I'm going uh, with a guy who broke my heart when he left early. I'm going with Terry Pierce. Terry Pierce, that did break my heart too. He was a freaking monster, man. He was a freaking monster. Not very good at owning and operating websites, but he uh, he, he was a monster on the field. So, uh, you know, it just goes to show how deep, especially 1.0 linebackers. How good we had some. We had some just amazing monsters. And I could name honestly, I could name five more linebackers that are not even going to be. I know. I'm not going to make the cut. I'm actually very nervous. You're going to. Uh, Make fun of me for my final linebacker pick when it happens. Hmm. Maybe I will. <laughs> um, okay, I'll pick a specialist in my punter. It's going to be Jared Bright. Whoa! All right. Jared Bright. Um, I had James Garcia as my number two punter. I think Jared Bright was one of the better punters we've had in our history. And when I think back to Jared Bright, I think of us being back in 2003, the Big 12 Championship, we're down 7 0. We're playing absolutely terrible in the first quarter and we're pinned inside the end zone and he has like a 70 yard bomb to like honestly OU's 30 and it just totally bailed us out so that's honestly the first thing I thought of for Jared Bright I don't know I mean punters I feel like it's a bit thin but Jared Bright that's a good shout right yep and then uh, I believe my final pick unless I'm missing something my final linebacker I'm going Ben Lieber 
I had a feeling you were going to go Ben Lieber, and when you, especially when you said I, you're going to make fun of me for that. No, I mean, why? Ben Lieber well, was amazing. I, I mean, I think we just we, we have a lot of linebackers. I could have gone in a couple different directions, but he's the he's the one that I had on my list. He I, this was the tough, probably the toughest position I had building my draft list. But I mean, he's if the I one. were in your position right then, I would have either picked Ben Lieber or Brian Hickman. See, Hickman's another guy that I had on my list. Our rest in peace, to Brian Hickman. He yes. passed away sadly. It's horrible. Then I think you just have a kicker. I got a kicker, right? and I think I've got. No, I got a left guard. Am I missing someone then? Oh yes, I'm missing. I'm missing my lone defensive player. Or I, have, I have a safety that I still have to pick. Guard. I want to go with Ryan Young from 1998. I think he played some guard and tackle. Um, I had him as a guard. Okay, cool. Doesn't really matter. But he, <laughs> was, he was on my list. 1998, I want to say he was an all-Big 12 selection. I don't know if he was first team, but he's got an asterisk next to his name, so that, that usually indicates he was all-Big 12. But, hell, pretty much everyone from that 98 team was on some sort of all-Big 12 team, so you can't go wrong there. It came down between him and moving Cody Whitehair to right guard for my list. Cody Whitehair was really um, good. And then anyone who was on Twitter, I this was the this is the argument I went to – uh, the grade with I argued with a ton of people on Twitter about this. Uh, he is a two, he, he made uh, second team and honorable mention, honorable uh, All American his junior and senior year. He made All Big Twelve as a senior. He played quarterback at an All State level at Junction City, and I saw him run over some Washington Roll boys firsthand. And I had a couple leadership classes with the man. I'm going with Ty Zimmerman. I ride with Ty Zimmerman. That's a very good choice, in my opinion. Tyler's or Ty Zimmerman was a hell of a hell of a safety. And, and now he's turning into a pretty salty uh, defensive coordinator at Junction City, if my uh, memory serves correctly. Good for Ty Zimmerman. There was a yeah, there was a pretty heated debate on Twitter. It got real heated. Ty Zimmerman and Jared Cooper, and, and it's I, like honestly, I genuinely. And we could, I admit we could both be wrong, but I do lean toward Ty Zimmerman. That I debate. think people get caught up with the Jared Cooper because there's the Cooper chance. Cooper was hits. really, really good early. And he, and he played, some, and, and, you know, he was in the NFL as a special teamer. Uh, but he, I, he I think if you look at purely as a defensive back, as a safety, I, I think Zimmerman I think Zimmerman is better, far, honestly. I wouldn't and, say far better, but I don't. I, it never questioned me. When I saw the poll on Twitter, I was like, huh, Zimmerman, easy. And I, I vote and I I voted Zim. I, I and I sent it out, vote Zimmerman. And then people started coming at me. I was like, oh boy, it's gonna be a long night. Nothing against Jared Cooper. I mean, I do love Jared Cooper. He's some of my first K State memories is just just simply because of the chant Cooper. But you know, Zim's was a hell of a player and shout out to I love to shout out Snyder two point especially when we were there. Yeah, and, and also... And Let me pick I, my last guy, yes. Matt McCrane. Oh, yeah, Matty McCrane, <laughs> super sexy, the sexiest of all time. Uh, I do, and I might have made a couple decisions based on uh, 2.0 and some of the guys who I had true interaction. I mean, I, I, I still have Ty Zimmerman's number. I might try to get him on the pod sometime. I mean, we were in classes together, and he recognized me at a Sporting KC game, came up and said, what's up to me? So maybe, maybe I'm biased there. Maybe I'm biased from hanging out with BJ Finney. Maybe I'm biased Gronk buying entire bar a tab, the Gronkowski brothers. 
Uh, and we, we, we dumped on 2.0 quite a bit at the beginning of this. There were still good times. Going through this exercise was a ton of fun. I, I hope you guys had fun listening to it before we sign off or anything like that. Let's go through one more time. We are going to read our rosters from the top down. I will go first as I had You got your the, peeps. Uh, yeah, I, I was the first round draft pick. And if you go through, you can... You can choose a return if you want. I mean, I don't. I don't really care. I have like twelve guys who can return. Picks. Doesn't matter. So start and and you can name your team. My team is hashtag Team Swag, hashtag Team Family. Uh, quarterback, the goat, Michael Bishop. Running back, Daniel Thomas. Fullback, Baby Gronk. Wide receivers, Tyler Lockett, Kevin Lockett, Aaron Lockett. We got all the Lockets. Tight end, we have the bonehead himself, Travis Tannehill. Center, B.J. Finney. Right guard, Cody Whitehair. Left guard, Ryan Lilja. We got uh, Todd Weiner. Excuse me. I keep wanting to talk about wieners. I need a whole other podcast about Come that. Come on, man. And then I have Jeremy Clary as my other tackle. My DNs, Meshack and Jordan Willis. Tim Colson and Damian McIntosh at my... Defensive tackles, my linebackers, Jeff Kelly, Terry Pierce, Ben Lieber. Got the two best corners, Terrence Newman, Chris Canty, and then Nigel Malone. I'm putting in my uh, slot. He's going to take back all the pick sixes because we all know Colin Klein loved to throw a duck. Uh, We got Jamie Mendez and my guy Ty Zimmerman at safety. And then I have Martin Gramatica, Sean Snyder, both Ring of Honor inductees. Do I have all the Ring of Honor guys? No. I have most of them. I have far more than you do. You're missing one. Yeah. You're missing two. Well, Grogan's not on. That's a solid squad. I think it's pretty classless how you were shitting on some of my guys. but uh, Hashtag Team Swag is what we do. I'm just going to say my team's hashtag Team Mob Family. Team Mob. Mob mentality. I don't know. Whatever. So I'm going through. Well, you stole. You said hashtag swag, hashtag family. You stole both names. First off, when I have the guys I do, that is swag. Okay, I've got some swag. You have a little bit. Yeah, you have some swaggy guys, but you're not team swag. And when I have all three, all three lockets plus Sean, it's team. The lockets aren't known. Okay, it's family. Okay, I was gonna say they're not known for being swag. Yeah, every single one of my players is swaggy except for the lockets and Sean Snyder. Yeah, swag. right. swag's overrated. Swag, I got, swag. I've got the swag that I need on my team. Okay, my offense: Colin Klein, running back, or yeah, running back. Darren Sproles, fullback. Rock Cartwright, my wide receiving core: Quincy Morgan, Darnell McDonald, and Andre Coleman. Tight end: the Goat, Justin Swift. Center: I got Nick Lecky. Right guard, or my guards: I've got uh, Ryan Young and. Uh, MJ? I've got these all initials. Who's MJ? Who the hell's MJ? You don't even remember your picks. I feel bad now. Now I feel like an idiot. I'll do my right tackles. Scott France and, um, dude, I really like. This is screwing me up with these uh, Ryan initials. Ryan Young. Uh, I've got Ryan Young. That's my guards. No, Ryan Young was your other tackle. No, he's my guard. Okay. Ryan Young's my left guard, my right tackle, or my left tackle is Scott France. And my right tackle is um, fucking hell, dude. I'm totally blowing this. 
I'm gonna have to pause the podcast and edit this out. Yeah. No, I think the people need to know you don't even know your own picks. How can they vote for you if you don't even know your own picks? Okay, sorry, Mike Johnson. That's my other right guard. And then, yeah, I told you Young was your. And tackle. then D- Dalton Reisner. How can I forget that? Sorry, guys. Dalton Reisner, Mike Johnson. It's hard. I've I've had some beers. <laughs> so that's my offense, and then defense. I've got defensive end Darren Howard, defensive end Chris Johnson. My two tackles are. Mario Fadafehi. Shout out to Flando. <laughs> yeah. We should we should edit his uh his uh <laughs> pronunciation of Fadafehi. All right. Justin Montgomery is my other tackle. Um uh linebackers. Absolutely fire. Mark Semino, he's the other he's the ring of honor. He's the two point oh guy I don't have. And then the other ring of honor guy that you missed was Sproles. He's in the ring of honor. Oh yeah, yeah. So we got the two uh, old guys. linebackers. We got Mark Simino. We got Arthur Brown, stud 2.0. Love you, Arthur. Shout out to Arthur. Always saw him at the library. <sighs> Just hell of a student. And then Mr. Madman Josh Buell, Swaggy Josh. Um, we've got cornerbacks Jeremy Therese Butler, Dyshad Cotter, and Swaggy DJ Reed. I wish I had DJ. And my safeties Swaggy Lamar Chapman. I wish I had Lamar Chapman. So underrated. And then walk on you, shout out John McGraw. And my kickers, I got Matt McCrane and Jared Bright. We could talk about punt return, kick return, but uh, you guys yeah. can, boneheads can fill that in for themselves. Yep, so uh, the next, the next, uh, well, no. I, I want to hear from you guys who got snubbed. I think we both had an idea of someone who I think a lot of people will be clamoring for. I don't think either one of us could definitively say he was a Snyder guy. We're gonna uh, take some shit on that. I'm yeah, sure. I, I'm sure we will. Uh, but I don't. I, I, I stand by it. You I do what? not. You know what? I didn't want to curry favor with the fans just because of his name. To be fair, I wanted to be go by the rules, and I think that well, we both were he, fair. He, there. Here's the here's the thing. You could have gone with that. There are arguments to be made. I I definitively, when I think of said person, uh, I don't think of him as a Bill Snyder player. I agree uh, with you. Be folks. I think at this point most people know who we're talking about. Tweet us in. Let us know. Also, be sure to vote in the poll. By the time you're listening to this, a poll will go up. Who do you think won the draft? It'll probably say Team Grant, Team Scott. But don't forget which one has the Lockett family, which team has the most swag. Uh, If you guys think my team doesn't have more swag, interact with us. Tweet at us. Let us know. Honestly. Five-star. Rate, review, subscribe. Um, Big things are coming. Guys, dad pod leading into this, leading into a couple things in the work. I'm hoping that one of our big hitters is our next show. Uh, If not, we have backup plans. Uh, This was another just super fun podcast. Grant, do you have... Give us your closing thoughts. This might be the most fun that I've had doing this. The dad pod was great. I love that. Pod. I look forward to to do again. But this draft pod is something I've been looking forward to for a while. That was fun. Um, you know, I believe in my squad. I believe in the mob. Um, I think my team's really, really good. But that's the fun part about this is like looking back and building that team. It's like hell. We could have we could build another team each yes. of us, and yes. it would both be so good. So, it was a great time. Uh, yeah, we'll just put out Team Grant, Team Scott. Scott's probably going to win because he has a million followers, but his team's really good. Hey, who knows? This is what I'm going to say. To all my followers, 
do not vote for me because I'm funny, because I'm great at Twitter, because handsome. I make you... Uh, I think you're the more handsome Bosco boy. Uh, don't vote for me unless you think I win. I don't want your vote unless you think I won. Uh, so if you truly think Grant beat me, please vote for him, even though he has two followers and he's really bad at social media. Well, you know, sometimes you just got to get banned. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, he, he had a lot more followers before he got banned twice on Twitter. Uh, but we're going to wrap it up. Uh, this is this is probably going to go out on a Sunday. We're going to try to release on Sundays. Might not always work out like that. Uh, but we look forward to wrapping up this summer with you guys. Uh, all I can say is love you guys. Thank you for your support, Grant. Thanks for listening, guys. Shout out to Casual Animal Brewing Company. Meet me at the Cathead. Podcast Network.